All right. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakening Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And today, my good friend Lisa Barnett is back with us, and we're talking about healing trauma uh, through the Akashic Records and at the same time, transforming your life in 2022. And so, some of what we're going to discuss is, you know, how to understand the plan that your soul made to understand your life's challenges, <laughs> how you can update your Akashic record. We're going to talk about why we make challenging soul contracts and how to know when they're complete. If we can really complete karma and live a happy life in this lifetime, plus you'll receive healing, clearing, and energy transmissions from the Akashic masters. So I know it's going to be a very high vibe show. So please have something to drink, water, tea, something for yourself as well. Cause that, you know, it moves the energy. And for those of you who don't know Lisa, uh, she's been on our show many times. We love having her back. And she is an international best-selling author of The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records. And From Questioning to Knowing, 73 Prayers to Transform Your Life. Additionally, she is the founder of the Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom, which has thousands of students worldwide. And Lisa has spent 25 years healing clients and teaching students these simple tools which empower individuals to understand your soul's plan, soul contracts, and complete your karmic patterns and release stuck energy and vows. And Lisa helps you align with your soul path to find greater fulfillment, happiness, abundance, and health. And your soul's plan and purpose are accessible in your Akashic Records, which reveals your soul's journey through all time. So it's very fascinating, very interesting. I love working with the Akashic Records, talking about the Akashic Records. There's so much to learn. And so, Lisa, thank you so much for coming back to the show. So glad you're here. Welcome. Thank you. It's always great to be with you, Alara. You know what? Like we talked about, I think last time, right? When um, yeah. I was up teaching in Canada, Canada, and got to stay with you. So, you know, it's um, it's lovely. So to, long ago. It feels like a lifetime ago, right? I know. <laughs> been a long time I keep saying I'm coming to Europe and and uh, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that my um one of my daughters moves to Scotland and then I'll have to go to Europe and visit all the time so. <laughs> absolutely and you're always welcome you're always welcome to join us here visit us here or I can meet you in Scotland as well that would be nice <laughs> right we'll make the plan so there you go Yes, but you know, and because we're talking about the Akashic Records and healing, you know, etc. So, because you're talking about your daughter moving to Scotland, maybe is that something that she may have written, have been written in her Akashic Records? Um, yeah. So, great question. Um, we're just gonna jump right in. Let's absolutely. So, before we embody, every one of us makes a plan right? We don't just accidentally get to earth. Right? I know I've had, you know, many, many, many clients, including even myself and my friends who have kind of railed against life saying things like, you know, I must have been drunk when I decided to come back to earth or yeah. what was I thinking or how did this happen? And, and, you know, people have heard my, um, my longer story, I, I woke up when I was three and that was pretty much my thought, which was I'm trapped in a body. What the heck, right? Mm -hmm. I was not happy. Honestly, I told my mother I wanted to go home. I wanted to go back. And so, um, but the truth is we choose to come. Yeah. We write these yeah. plans. We make all sorts of choices before we embody. 
And most of them, I, I'm going to say, are a little bit more general. Um, so I would um, venture to say, although I have not done a, a reading for my daughter recently and asked these questions specifically, and of course, we never enter anybody's records without their permission, their full permission. Um, but I would venture to say that she's had past lives in Scotland, that there mm -hmm. is some energetic draw for her to go there, right? And so because we're very ancient, um, you know, most of us have had 500, 800, 1,000 lives here on this planet. We've lived you know, we've done all these things. So um, I remember back wow, a million years ago now, uh, back in my 20s, um, I went to Europe for three months. That was kind of back in the day of Europe on $5 a day. Um, oh, you can't do that now. <laughs> right? I mean, that was the that was probably the, the late 60s, early 70s. Um, even yeah anyway <laughs> but um I, I i was traveling with a friend and he wanted to go to england and i said i can't go i didn't know why but i'm like i can't go there i mm -hmm. like i just it, energetically and what i realized later was that there were many past lives a lot of death that i'd had in in england specifically, you know, Middle Ages, Dark Ages, witch trials, been killed as a witch, all of that kind of thing, many, many, many times. And it wasn't until um, I realized this, did a lot of healing for myself around all of those, that emotional pain and death that I had experienced in England, that I could go there and loved it, was like kind of weirdly shocked at how much <laughs> I loved it because my my visceral feeling was not of love, but of really, you know, almost fear. And um, so, you know, I think a lot of the things we do, the way I notice it, we write specific soul contracts to learn and grow. We write contracts to have trauma and in our lives to learn and grow. We write soul contracts to support each other, right? We write. Um, into our soul plan about bringing our gifts and talents present in this life now. Again, if you think I've had 800 lives, I have a lot of gifts and talents, not one, but many, 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 and many we've honed over, again, those 500 or 800 lifetimes here on earth. So we plan to bring a lot of those specific gifts and talents into the world. Um, so kind of the, the interesting thing with uh, my daughter, Lucia, you know, I've got identical twin girls. Um, she is um, going to uh, Edinburgh to study um, forensic anthropology. Hmm. Nice. So ancient bones is really what it comes <laughs> down to. Yeah. So I think it's kind of like, it was so, so shocking to me. I'm like, you're into bones, really? I mean, this is my very sweet, angelic, you know, kind of daughter. And I'm thinking, bones, really? But we have interesting callings and mm -hmm. interesting um, gifts that we can use. And so we make choices. Um, the record keepers always say, nothing is written in stone. So when you asked kind of 
would be going to Scotland be part of her sole plan, um, I would say probably in a little bit more of a, a roundabout way. I'm sure there's energy, there's a lot of very powerful energy, a lot of um, ancient, ancient standing stone mm -hmm. in Scotland, right? Yeah. As well as, of course, the whole UK. But um, so, you know, I know we're called to these places because of other lifetimes, energy that we want to reclaim. Sometimes we are holding um, some kind of key or energy that, that we've been holding for a group of people or for sometimes a place. Um, I know when I went to Egypt in 2020, um, I... I had some old ancient keys to, to unlock some stargates in Egypt that I went mm -hmm. and it's not, you know, you don't go and go, where's that key? And I'm unlock, you know, yeah. it's a very energetic, very subtle experience. But I know that many of us who travel a lot travel because we are either um, bringing some of our gifts and pieces back to those places and or we're also receiving and sometimes even moving um, energies from one sacred site to another, right? I, I talked about being in Egypt and then I was in the Bosnian pyramids and I was in mm -hmm. Chichen Itza in the pyramids and in Mexico, all within about nine months during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I was moving keys around. I was moving energies around because these stargates and these portals and some of these pyramids we're moving to different places on the planet. So pretty fascinating. Yeah, what's going on really in the world in a bigger sort of way. And absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, you know, what I find interesting as well is like, you know, I never thought that I would live in Europe, right? I never thought that I would ever live in Europe. I know Vienna, Austria was never on my radar at all. So when um when I met my husband, you know, and He's from Vienna, Austria. It's like, what? What? How? You know, it's like it's not something that it was ever I ever consciously thought of. But you know, it was meant to be, right? And then when I came here, you know, and I've lived in Europe now for five years, and um, the first time that I left uh, Vienna, you know, after visiting, I, you know, I, I I talked about this before, but I cried on the plane, and it wasn't because I was leaving my husband; I was leaving the city. And so I had such a great attachment to the city. I fell in love with it, you know, and it's like there was an, there's an energy here that I just absolutely, you know, I didn't want to leave it. Right. And so I, I felt that type of energy as well, like in Florence, when I went to Florence, I absolutely loved it. As soon as I set foot um, in, in the airport, I just felt this beautiful, welcoming home type of energy. I feel the same way when I go to Venice. I just absolutely love it. Now, I didn't feel that when I went to Rome, <laughs> right? So it's like, you know, there are certain places where we may be uh, attracted to or we gravitate to because like you said, we've had past lives there, we, you know, and they can be pleasant or unpleasant in some cases, right? So maybe I had some unpleasant lifetimes in Rome. That's why it's like, oh, I don't like it here at all, right? Right, right. It's yeah. possible, yeah. right? So. But the, the thing is, when I came here, you know, like my whole life changed when I met my husband, right? So it's like, that was probably something that was written in my plan. You know, some some sort of major life change was there. It was, was planned out because I couldn't have, I couldn't, I couldn't have planned it. 
you know, consciously, you know, with my mind, right? So it was probably there, but at that time, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about stuff like that. Like, what are the Akashic records? What, what is this? What is that? Like, I was so new at that time in 2011 to all of this stuff, you know? So it was only just recently before that, that I had heard about angels, you know, just a few years before that. Right. So I didn't know about angels or galactics or anything. So it was, even the Akashic records, I learned about them for the first time from you, right. When you came to Ottawa, right. That's when I first learned. And so um, it's interesting what types of information is available in the plan, what we've, you know, what we had planned beforehand, but all the wonderful things that we have done and experienced in so many different lifetimes. You know, a lot of us, we know that this is not our first lifetime here, right? I know I'm like old as dirt, you know, and I know I've had so many experiences, good, bad, ugly, you name it. You know, we've, we've been and done it all, right? Right. But the, the thing is, like you said, we, when we come back as often as we do, we bring all our knowledge and wisdom and gifts with us, even though we may not consciously be aware of them, but they're all there in the records, in the Akashic records that we can access and get a, and find out more about ourselves and our history and our path, and then find out more about who we are. And that's what it's really about. Like even the traumas that I've experienced in this lifetime, you know, I can go back in the Akashic records and see how the information there can help me to heal some of that trauma. Absolutely. Because, you know, again, the record keepers always say that, you know, we didn't write a, a, a plan that is, you know, written in stone because we come here to have free will. Yeah. So we, we make a really good outline. And a lot of that has to do with the people that we come to support and to learn from. And so um, I'm sure you had a, a support contract with Robert. And before we come to earth, you know, we ask other souls, you know, who wants to, you know, be my partner, who wants to be my spouse, who wants to be my significant other, my child, my parent, right? So we actually um, plan that. But when we're writing soul contracts for significant partnership, um, we might have a dozen or more of those kind of contracts because we land all over the world, right? We're mm -hmm. not sure. I might, just like you did, right? You made a plan with somebody who was born in Vienna or, you know, lives in Vienna yeah. and, and you were in Canada. And then that's a, you know, but now it's not so hard <laughs> to, 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 to make a choice, to move, you know, to eat, to find them certainly is not like the olden days where <laughs> you would never bump into each other. But um, so we definitely make those plans and, you know, we can look into all of these different aspects and, and, you know, the challenging ones, the painful ones, the traumatic ones. I mean, I would venture to say that, well, certainly now after the last few years, we've all experienced all sorts of levels and of trauma just through COVID, through mm -hmm. isolation, through loneliness, through fear, through illness, through loss. There's been so much trauma in the world just from, you know, in the last two years, but otherwise most of us have some form of childhood trauma. Even if we had a, a, a lovely family, sometimes we were bullied at school or maybe there was a, a terrible car accident and injury or a death, or, you know, for me, I lost my two best friends when I was in high school. And so it was very traumatic to have two 
young women who were, you know, my soul sisters die. And I felt I was like, I was abandoned. I felt like I should have been able to save them. I mean, all of that becomes a, a type of trauma, you know, my version of trauma. And, um, and what I find is, is that it can take us down a, you know, very deep rabbit hole. You know, I talk about all those years that I just basically said, I was, I was awake. I was very aware. I was studying philosophy at the university when, when Shumi died. And I just said, forget it. I'm not doing anything spiritual anymore. I changed my major from philosophy to photography. I became a bartender (laughs) in San Francisco. I mean, I just went down a whole new rabbit hole. I'm not doing anything. I don't care what I came to do. My friends are gone. I'm not doing it. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, um, what I realized after, you know, a lot of years of not knowing why I had kind of really shifted because it just wasn't a conscious, yeah, my friends died, but nobody made a big deal out of it. It was like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you going back to school next week? You know, kind of thing. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Okay. Whatever. You know, you just kind of went on and that's how the world has been forever. Um, but you know, now we've gotten a lot more conscious that we need a way to grieve. We need some way to talk about it. We need to move that energy of loss and grief and abandonment and guilt and shame, right? So I had a lot of survivor's guilt. Mm -hmm. And so um, all of that trauma, all of that emotional pain can change our lives. And that's what I realized Um, after doing, you know, 10,000 readings for people in the Akashic Records is that that, you know, so many people come to me and say, I just feel blocked. I can't make any money. I can't find a good relationship. I I can't, I can't, I can't, I just can't create the life I want. And it almost inevitably comes back to some version of emotional pain and trauma that is stopping us from moving forward because we feel consciously and often unconsciously, we Mm -hmm. feel um, unworthy, right? We feel bad or guilty that we didn't save someone or couldn't fix something. And for a lot of us, honestly, um, it goes back to our parents' divorce. And so, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, I I had a nice family. My parents were quite loving, you know, blah, blah. But then my parents divorced and I didn't see my dad much anymore, but whatever kind of is our attitude. But the truth is, is for most of us, that loss as children, we felt that it might've been our fault. Maybe it's something that we did or we didn't do, right? Or he left because I wasn't lovable enough, right? We have all of those kind of unconscious thoughts and beliefs in our, in ourselves. And so through the Akashic records, we can go all the way back, track back into this life and track back outside of time and space into any other lifetime where we're, we're holding this survivor's guilt, um, different types of energy of shame and blame and guilt and fear and, uh, you know, um, unworthiness, all of that energy stops us often from feeling good enough, mm-hmm. from feeling capable to go out, go out and do what we really came to do, right? So yeah. our blocks are really 
created by our own emotional um, pain and trauma most of the time. Absolutely. And, that, and that's the thing. A lot, a lot of times we don't want to address the emotional trauma that we experience that we know of from this lifetime. We don't want to address it sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Because it might have been too painful. It was a long time ago. Oh, I'm over it. I, you know, I've moved on. But the thing is that trauma is still there in your cells and it's what's keeping you stuck and blocked and not able to move forward. So, you know, there is hope for people to say, you know, that yes, there's lots of stuff that we have experienced, some of us more than others. And some of us, you know, we may not have thought it was significant, but at the time, you know, or we don't think it is significant now, but at the time it was, and that energy is what has stayed stuck, right? And right. so that's why it's like, I might forget, I might've forgotten some of the stuff that happened to me when I was younger, and I, I have. But the thing is, uh, I've noticed in the past week or so that old stories, old stuff is coming up. And part of me is wondering like, hmm, was that real? Or did I, like, is that real? Because I'm not even sure anymore, right? Because that's a memory that's coming up. It's like, oh, that's interesting that it's coming up now. But yeah. it's something that maybe needs to be healed now because I'm ready, I'm capable, I'm, you know, I have more tools now and the time might be right now for me to let that go and heal that trauma from the past. Right, right, absolutely. And, and what I, I mean, so there's levels and layers and, you know, the interesting thing, you know, about the Akashic records and, and you know, of course, I, I, I kind of laugh. I'm like, I should probably, you know, change that 25 years to 30 years, you know, five years flies by. <laughs> I know. That's why when I was saying it, I kind of hesitated, you know, because like, I'm sure it's been more than 25 years. <laughs> right, right. I know it was, I don't know, it was 10 or 12 years ago that I was up there or whatever it was, right? I mean, you've been in Europe for five. I, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, when I first started really to do um, telesummits and, you know, radio shows and everything 15 whatever years ago, um, people would often say, isn't the Akashic Records about past lives? And I'd say, well, yeah, your past lives are in there, but it's really about this life. Mm -hmm. And what has changed? So of course, we've got more light, more energy coming to the planet now than we ever have before. So some of these old emotional pains and traumas are now really ready to be released. They're surfacing. I mean, I've honestly been having some of the same types of um, experiences, Alara, like weird old triggers are coming up from, you know, 45 years ago. Sometimes I'm like, what? That's 50 years old. You've got to be joking me. I haven't healed that. How is that possible? Right. But they're buried so deep that finally, you know, again, it's a peel, 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 peel until you're down into some of that really old childhood stuff, things from one or two or three that we never remembered. But now this unconscious level is finally able to, you know, come up to, to be seen. And so mm -hmm. it might be a memory that you never remembered before and it's really ready to be released. And so I think that's amazing. I was doing a bunch of work, you know, a couple of months ago around these kinds of things. And I thought, yeah, that's good. This is the time for us to be done with the yes. past, really, to 
being done with all of these things we've been healing through our lifetime. But so the way it's shown up for me is that the record keepers really start to talk more about, you know, when we're um, going outside of time and space, right? When I'm going into a past life to heal it, we're in the quantum field. We really, where there really is no time space. And mm -hmm. so it's so powerful to be able to heal a past life or even childhood because the, you don't have to relive it. Right. right. So, yeah. so you had said, you know, sometimes people don't want to go back and heal trauma because, um, past life regression, you're like reliving it, a lot of talk therapy, you're talking about it and reliving it and you're refeeling it. The nice thing to me with the Akashic Records is through, um, you know, working with someone like myself, working with a consultant who can heal, allows you to almost just know that this is a karmic pattern that you've been working on for many lifetimes. It's complete. You've done the forgiveness work. It really is time to find these old programs that are keeping us stuck in this cycle that we can't break out of because a program acts almost like a, um, a metal box around us. And so mm -hmm. it traps us. And often I'll see clients who have not been able to find a really um, loving relationship. It's like they have a, a metal box around their heart chakra, around their heart center. And there's scarring and there's heavy energy and there's pain and there's fear. And all of that, we can literally go in and energetically clear that out and um, deconstruct the program that says I'm not good enough or love hurts or, you know, whatever your particular um, program is about mm -hmm. yeah, and dismantle it. So yeah, to me, the records has just phenomenal um, information, but more importantly, for me, what I've noticed is the ability to heal in this quantum field through no time space, you know, through all time space um, yeah. and make those those um, those shifts for people pretty quickly. You know, I and, mean, and that's what it's about. It's about yeah. the healing and the shifts because it's not about just knowing what what's there. It's about really transforming your your past, your present and your future. Right, right. Right. We, we want to um, reclaim all those great gifts and leave the old junk and stories behind, right? Yeah. <laughs> Creating the new earth with all the beautiful gifts and love and, and um, yeah, all the beautiful purpose that we, that we all have numerous purposes, right? Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. It's not just one. Absolutely. And it's possible. It's possible for us to complete those karmic cycles, it's possible for us to let go of some of those old programs and patterns. And it's possible for us to really, you know, we're just now into 2022, but really make 2022 the best year ever. It's possible for us to let go and transform those old stuck, that stuck energy within us, you know, help it to heal and move and transmute into something beautiful. And really, I, again, it all, for me as well, it always comes down to not feeling worthy, not feeling good enough. There's something about 
the, you know, that separation between us and spirit, that, you know, that kind of thing. And so the more that you heal all of that, you know, the better you feel and the better your connection with spirit and yourself is, right? Right. Absolutely. I, I mean, it just, you know, and for most of us, we're human and we've had, like I say, hundreds, most of us, if you're, if you're here on this call, um, you know, probably at least five or 600 lifetimes here on earth alone, not to mm -hmm. mention all the planets and planes and dimensions that we've lived in and, and yeah. had lives on. Um, so, you know, we've been working through it and these cycles can be big and they can be dense, but I know right now, most of us are here to finish them so that we can create the new earth. And it really is time, um, whether, it, whether you're at a place where you can do that in, you know, an hour of healing, great, or, you know, for some, it might be six months, it might be a year. And the reason I teach people to do the Akashic Record work for themselves is it's an empowerment tool that you then have for the rest of your life. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And, 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 you know, when you're going into the Akashic record, it's not just about the information and wisdom, but it's also the, the healing energy that's there for you. As soon as you go into the records, you, it's a different energy. It's not, it's not what we have in our regular everyday time and place. Right. So you're automatically, you know, giving yourself, making yourself a priority. And at the same time, you're automatically receiving the healing to get to that next level. And sometimes it might, like you said, it might take six months, but I, I'm finding now it's like, everything is happening so much more quickly. Yeah. The healing is happening quicker. Our awarenesses, we're getting, you know, awarenesses more quickly than before. And just everything that's coming up for now is for us now is really coming up for us now to get back into touch with the magnificence and brilliance that we are. Yeah. You know, there's no judgment anymore. It's, it's about really seeing, oh man, I'm really amazing. I'm really, you know, really good at, at this or that or whatever. And it's like, oh, or, oh my goodness, I've been through so much. Wow, yay me, you know, that kind of thing. Like, it really is about looking at you and how much you've been through, gone through and where you are now, right? It's not about judgment and, you know, um, beating yourself up, right? It's about acknowledging you. Right. I absolutely. Up. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, you know, what the record keepers have said for years, it's, it's time to step into your power, mm -hmm. you know, and so often people like cringe if I say power, you know, because power has been like a dirty word forever. People have yeah. said, oh, those guys are, you know, power hungry or, you know, all that power, they've done bad things with it. And, you know, that's been the truth in the olden days, right? Up until now, in so yeah. many ways, but we're ancient and powerful beings. We have so much wisdom and so many gifts and, you know, really so much to offer that when we can um, step into our own power as an ancient divine soul, then we can really embody more fully our gifts and our talents and share our wisdom with ease without fear of being persecuted for it mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. in so many other life lifetimes and so really being able to um I love using the records to kind of go back and look at some of the really empowering lives we've had and I teach these things in the workshop we go through and I say you know um 
We're learning to use my five-step wisdom prayer system to open our records, to start to have a conversation with our own personal Akashic record keepers. And we ask, we ask some simple questions like, um, you know, show me a, a lifetime in, um, in which I, I was awake, in which I was enlightened, <laughs> you know? Who was I? Where was I? When was it? You know, what can I know? What can I reclaim from mm -hmm. that lifetime? So seeing, feeling, kind of being able to um, connect to some of these truths that we have been awakened souls in other lifetimes, that we've been powerful healers, that we've been, you know, architects and builders and inventors and, and parents and, you know, um, we've run cities, we've built, you know, worlds. So we've done so much. And when we can yeah. really feel that. So can you reclaim some of those gifts and some of those that some of that wisdom um, from the Akashic record and, and then apply it in this lifetime? Like bring it into this lifetime, that energy? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think we're going to do a little healing segment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we can do let's do that, you know, okay. and we can do some clearing and, and, and see what people are writing in and and then reclaim some past life gifts because yes. Yeah. Lots. yeah. Awesome. Because <laughs> yeah, people always ask about that. It's like, oh, I, I've been told I, I, I was a healer in this past life, but I'm not feeling it this in this lifetime, you know, kind of thing. Or, um, you know, some, something like that. Or um, it's just people forget, you know, how powerful they are. And just because you did something before does not mean that you cannot access that now, right? It's just, we just, we've been so um, programmed to believe that we are limited and, you know, just, and confined to just this reality, right? Where, where it, the truth is where we have access to so much more than just this reality. Right, right. And, and this is why um, I talk about, you know, the Akashic records are in the quantum field and the quantum field is the field of, of all, all mm -hmm. things, all of our past lives, all of our wisdom. And because there is no time and space, we can go into that memory, that picture, that story, that lifetime, because it's still existing. And yep. the phenomenal thing is, is that we can literally change it because we can go back into it and we can um, clear some of that trauma that we may have had in another lifetime. So it's one of the things that I find is very useful for people who have come to be healers or spiritual leaders or teachers in this life to go in and clear the past life trauma of being killed for being a mm -hmm. witch or whatever it might be. Um, and so we can clear it from there. And when we clear it and we shift the energy from that life, we're actually transforming that life because it's still happening now. Mm -hmm. And then when we merge that back into the now with us now, our life now can change. Right. Yeah. So it's subtle. It, I mean, it seems like it could be really life changing. And, and sometimes it really is if we're conscious of it. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, so I'll, I'm going to tell you just kind of a funny uh, story because um, last year, the record keepers had told me that they wanted me to finish my third book and to do a TED talk, right? To a, do a TEDx talk. 
And um, I said, okay, sure. I always, you know, agree with them, just like make it happen, whatever. And at one point I did a process where I went to my future self who had already done the TED talk and said, you know, like, ask for some help, ask for some advice, what to do. And I told myself, and here's a very funny thing, Alara. When I went into the future, I was on a beach somewhere in the Caribbean. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so, um, and this is, you know, like a year ago, like, a, like a January 20, you know, 21. And I told myself something, I told myself what to do. And I did what I told myself uh -huh. and, you know, things started to fall into place. And I met a woman in a mastermind who had just done a Ted talk. And she said, Oh, my, my coach has a stage in Canada and he's looking for speakers and let me introduce you. And, you know, uh -huh. anyway, it all came together. And all of a sudden I was on a TEDx stage in Canada. Mm -hmm. recently and, yes <laughs> yes in December and so um you know what I find is I could I could go into the future reclaim mm -hmm. the knowledge I had from the future bring it into this present so I could make that happen so I had that future so I created yep. that future and then of course I um I just as kind of things worked out that my um, my some of my family moved to Miami and I, we went to see our granddaughter and I'm like, I've got to be going to the Caribbean as long as I'm here. I did the TEDx. I'm now in Miami. I'm going to the Caribbean. So anyway, so wow. it, you know, yeah, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> right. So it works. So that's how it works and it can be subtle. And I happen to be very conscious and aware of all these things. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, being conscious, it makes it more obvious, but a lot of these things are happening because of what we do. So we can go reclaim some of these gifts and talents and, um, you know, and bring them into present time. And it may not be like, oh, all of a sudden I am, you know, clairvoyant and seeing movies. It may be a subtle shift, but it's a shift that will grow over time, yeah. you know, so. Um, Absolutely. And we still have to take <laughs> actions in the real world. So, you know, like, you know, talk, talking to your friend in the mastermind, getting in touch with the other person in Canada, doing, writing up the speech that you were going to give, like you still have to do that work. All that stuff, right? And yeah. because I knew that I had told myself from the Caribbean how to do this, in fact, I was going to Miami, I'm like, I am going to make that plan to go to the Caribbean. I'm going to make <laughs> that happen too, right? So yeah. I, mean, I plan the travels. I don't just you show know. up. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. No, but and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, so much more is possible than we give ourselves permission to even believe. Yes. Right. So much more is possible than what we are giving ourselves permission to believe. And when we can realize that there is really no time, right? And if you have a desire in your heart, I'm going to say, I was pointing to my head, but in your heart, if you have a desire in your heart, you know what, in that future time, in quotations, it's, it's already happened. 
So yes, you can you know talk to your future self and get the information that you need to take that first step and then you continue making taking the next steps. But I always believe that if you have a desire in your heart and it's really true, it's already existing. It's already happened. Right. Right. So right. it you know so it, so then it's just a matter of closing the gap between the now and here and what your desire is and you know making it happen in that way. But it's you know, just knowing that, that, you know, if I have this desire, I know it's already happened. So now it's just like, I can figure out, okay, what's the first step? What's the next step? What do I do next? But talk going into the Kashuk records and getting information and talking to your future self. I mean, that's, that's a no brainer. Yeah. Cause a lot of times I talk about past, right. We go into past lives and, mm -hmm. and do that, but, and, and clear. And I do, and I do it with the future also. Sometimes we've projected energies and desires out into the future of this life but it's um that no longer serves us maybe mm -hmm. you know we had some idea when we were in college that we were going to be a whatever and do that here and go there and our our significant partner was going to be this and what you know we made a whole story based on maybe what was happening in our life at that time maybe we were five or we were 15 yeah. or we were 25 but now that we're 45 we're like okay that's not the partner I want anymore I'm not expecting that you know whatever knight in shining armor I want a I want a soul partner I want somebody mm -hmm. you know a sacred union not you know, somebody to just sweep me off and take care of me. So, so we can actually also go into the energy we've sent into the future and reclaim that and rewrite some of our future thoughts and desires. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Because our desires have changed over the years, for sure. Yeah. And so we can't just hold on to that one desire that we had 20 years ago when we've changed now, right? Because of all the healing work that we've done, because of all the insights and awarenesses that we have received over the years, you know, we, we're not the same person that we were 20 years ago. Right, absolutely. So, you know, it is important, especially when people come to me around relationships. I see it, I mean, I see it around career and different things too. Um, but I do know that, that most of us as um, small girls, as you know, young, like children, mm -hmm. um, and it's, and I see it much more with women than with men, that, that we had some of those fairy tale ideas yeah. and, and desires. And that's what was in, you know, Disney, you know, was in most of our worlds, right. And so yeah. there is a whole projection based on that. And then they're like, but there's no knight in shining armor. What, you know, what am I going to do? And it's like, well, let's go back and see what you really, you, you <laughs> as a soul, you as a wise woman would like in your life. Let's create that energy. Let's write that new story. Let's, you know, make that new plan. And energetically you can um, create and manifest very, very strongly and very easily in that kind of way by making a mock-up really creating that mock-up of what you want to create in your life that's you know really all about manifesting and creating our our future life so so we can do that through as well through the akashic records yep yeah yeah so to me the thing with the akashic records is that it is 
a very pure, high vibrational energy. It holds all the information of who we've always been. And there are, you know, a whole series of record keepers that are there in support of just you. And so by moving into that energy, by being able to open your own records, have a conversation with your record keepers and say, you know, what can I know, say about maybe what's um, holding me back from creating a, um, a loving, you know, supportive um, relationship whatever you want, whatever words you would use. Um, and, and the record keepers can say, well, you know, you wanted to learn about this old karmic pattern of jealousy. And so you've had some of that in your life, but you've worked through that. We can clear some of that energy and, and um, you know, let's look at, you know, we can look at all these different times in our lives in other lifetimes and other karmic patterns, what we can clear, what we can do, you know, what we can know, and yeah. then we can go forward. All right. What do I really want? And in this very pure, high vibrational energy, we're outside again of the time space continuum, but we're also really outside of the energy of judgment and fear and in pure unconditional love. Cause that's what the Akashic records are, that's what source energy is. We're in divine source, quantum field, Akashic records. So, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to create and manifest from there with the support of your guides, I find is just so much simpler, easier, more powerful than any other tool I've ever um, <laughs> used. Beautiful. I love it. And yeah, there's so much, there's so much more possible through working with the Akashic records than just going back to see what are what some of our past lives are i mean there's so much more than that um yeah. all right so we wanted to do a, a quick process to bring back or access some of our gifts etc yeah yeah okay, let's do it yes. okay let's <laughs> great way it. to start the year as well right oh, bring gosh. back some of our gifts so we can you know use them as we move forward i agree absolutely um there was something else i was just scrolling um maybe we'll do a little bit more let's start with reclaiming gifts so what we'll do is i'll just do a, a short process to bring us all into the akashic records together energetically we come into the group records um all you have to do is kind of think yes about connecting more fully to your own personal akashic record keepers we're also coming into a, a whole group energy. So it may feel, um, sometimes it feels kind of like a party or, you know, like, like your whole soul family just came together in one room. So, um, it's very lovely. And then from there, we'll, um, we'll do a little bit of clearing out of what, what, what's ready to be cleared and released and, um, and then what we can reclaim. Love so it. let's, yeah, just take a nice deep breath as we drop down into our sacred heart space. Inviting our soul to come more fully present into our physical body. And bringing that soul energy all the way down into our hips and our legs and our feet as we connect to our dear mother earth beneath our feet. Becoming nicely grounded so our body feels safe and held in love as we energetically expand. And we ask the Akashic record keepers to help us 
to center fully in this moment as we create this sacred space. Please wrap us in your love and protection and allow us to travel to the highest realms of the Akasha available to us today. Please help us we lay our multi-dimensional hearts open to divine love and release all resistance. Lords of the Akashic Record, please guide us to the deepest truth we can access now. Support us in healing and releasing that which no longer serves on our true path. We give great thanks for your divine love and support on this journey today. And we bring the beautiful Akashic column of light around us all listening today in this moment and listening in the future. It's all no time space in the quantum field. And so we ask our record keepers to assist us in clearing and releasing that which no longer serves. And so they want to clear some old soul contracts with from really kind of old relationships that are gone, but um, sometimes we are still hanging on to. So just updating and upgrading our soul contracts with people in this world. So say you've been divorced for 10 years, but you still feel some upset, hurt, anger, pull, whatever. There's still some cords and connections and contract. We're going to upgrade and if appropriate, we ask our record keepers to burn those contracts that are complete so we can free that old energy to be recycled for the highest good of us all. So it comes back, your energy will come back to you, your ex-partner's energy will go back to them. So we can really um, free up energy um, to be reclaimed to support us in our life in this moment. And so returning others' energy, moving people out of our field, sending everyone their own energy back. Even if we're in relationship, we want to be the sovereign of our body and our energy field. We want to be the queen or the king of the body and the energy field to own this space, to have it filled with our highest vibrational energy so that we are in alignment with our own soul path and purpose purposes. So by sending everybody's energy back to them, doesn't mean I don't love my children and my spouse and my pets and everybody else, but I still get to be the sovereign of this space and love them. So what we're really doing is kind of bringing us more into alignment so that we can, in this more aligned moment, reclaim those gifts that are um, here for us to be of service to us in this moment and going forward as we're creating our new earth. So that's what we're doing, a little bit of uh, housekeeping, tidying up, clearing, releasing, so that we can have space to receive
And everybody has just some kind of old cords, hooks, connections, energy that kind of holds us back to. Sometimes it's our parents and their vision of us, like still seeing us as small children when we're grown adults. Some of that is hmm, um, even our inner child. Sometimes our inner child likes to keep us safe by hiding us. And, and our inner child can be a part of some of our, um, our blocks and our feeling stuck because that dear sweet child is trying to be of service to you. But usually they're created when we're, you know, one, two, three, four years old. So let's do that. I did this group process the other day and it felt super fabulous for everybody. So let's, let's call forward our inner child aspect of us that has been trying to keep us safe maybe keep us hidden, keep us small, keep us unseen so that we don't get hurt. So it feels like everybody has some aspect. Some people have a lot of that energy aspect who have had more challenging childhoods, but even those people whose childhood was easier, their aspects, their spheres of, um, some of them go into like school age or preschool, kindergarten, some of those kinds of fears. There's a little bit of energy around the child who was bullied. And so whatever that is for you, we invite that beautiful inner child to step forward right there in front of us. And we wrap our inner child in our arms, embracing them with love. And we say, thank you. Thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you for spending all your energy to help us, to support us by keeping us safe and hidden. And now, now we've grown up. Now we're wiser and older and stronger and clearer. And we thank you and we invite you to merge into who we truly are right here and now, bringing your wisdom, your light, your love of the child, the pure, unconditional love, the innocence. We invite that aspect of us to merge into who we truly are now in this day, in this moment. And with great love and gratitude, we ask our record keepers to help us to integrate this child aspect, to release the pain, the fear, the shyness, the hiding, to release all those old energies and integrate all the beauty that we are.
Beautiful. Yeah, I just see so much gold and energy, even a lot of kind of the rose gold energy filling us and swirling around us and integrating into the body, filling the auric field, becoming a more expansive, integrated soul in this body now. And then we ask our record keepers now that we've released a lot of old energy and we've integrated some of our own personal energy. Please bring forward one of our soul gifts and talents that we wanted as a soul, we wish to integrate into this life, to bring forward out into the world. And we just invite that energy, that memory, the wisdom and the gifts to really drop down into our crown chakra and integrate down into our body with ease and grace. We ask our record keepers to help us to become conscious of what the gift is and how we can use it over the next three or four days. And we'll put a beautiful time release bubble around each and every one of us to allow these gifts and all the energies we've moved and shifted around to integrate with ease and grace. Just beautiful. Hmm. And so just Focusing on your body, making sure your feet are on the ground. Let's invite ourselves to come back more fully present into physical form, kind of bringing that expanded us back into the body, back into the energy field. And you might feel tingling in your body or swirling. I actually kind of see it like, like all the cells are kind of lit up as the new energies are integrating all the way through our body. And as we connect back to our dear mother earth beneath our feet, we thank her for assisting us in staying grounded and present through this process and helping us to integrate also with ease by staying grounded. And as you're ready, just opening your eyes, coming back present. Hmm. Wow, awesome. Thank you. And oh my goodness, that inner child integration and healing and just working with the inner child, that was so, so powerful, so needed. Yeah, thank you for that. 
Oh. How's everybody doing? <laughs> did you get your gift? Did you know? Did you were you able to be aware of what that is? If not, it's okay. It's going to continue to you know um, unfold, or you'll have more access to it in the next couple of days. But oh my goodness, sometimes it's like it's like this stream, this streaming energy that is like flowing through you when when you're in the records or when you're receiving something. It's like this streaming. For me, it was like this golden liquid, uh, almost effer effervescent energy coming in. It was not. It was. <laughs> it was really nice. Um, but I, yeah, I definitely needed that healing and that that connecting back with the inner child. Because there's, you know, like like I was saying at the beginning, there's some stuff that's been coming up. So the inner child, you know, has been protecting me, you know, to keep me safe. But yeah, it's. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good now. <laughs> I know that seemed to be it's it's kind of interesting because um that's what I was noticing is a lot of this, you know, kind of inner child has been really finally surfacing. And I think mm -hmm. for so many of us, we've wondered why we're kind of shy or why we feel blocked, like we don't want to step out in a bigger way or why we're afraid to speak our truth or speak out in any way. And um, that's what the record keeper started saying. It's like the inner child has been hiding us and keeping us safe um, because, you know, often the world's a really scary place, especially when you're two or three or four. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's really beautiful. They're like, let's kind of integrate that inner child. It's part of you. And, and it holds so much of that. Yeah. Really yeah. beautiful energy of just pure love. Oh, absolutely. And just, you know, just being in that energy is um, it like, for me, if it's like, my energy field just expanded so much more, just opened up so much more, you know, and uh, yes, I was grounded, but at the same time, I felt fuller, yeah. you know, there was more of me. So it was nice. It was nice. It was, it's, it's something that, you know, um, it's a, it's a different type of healing energy than, than like Reiki, for example, you know, it's a different type of healing energy and it feels really nice and feel, feels comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, it feels so, I keep getting the word accepting, you know, it's a very accepting. And I think you mentioned before, it's a non-judgmental space, right? right? right. Yeah, so it's a very accepting space. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, really pure source energy, pure love. And so there is no judgment. Our record keepers have no judgment. They've never been human. They mm -hmm. have been in these, you know, kind of judgmental realms of the humans. And so it's just pure love. They're here to support us and to, you know, hold us in this energy of light and love and help us to become conscious and understand who we are and why we're here. And so, yeah, yeah. This is this is why I love the work so much and love to teach and and you know the record keepers asked me all those years ago to to help them bring this information back to humanity because we forgot about it and and it's such a powerful transformational tool to have right now as we are creating our new earth so yeah absolutely and that's the thing it's a transformational empowerment tool for you to use for your life. 
And then, you know, if you want to use it for your family and friends and clients, et cetera, yes. But for you personally, it's an important tool for transformation, healing, and empowering your life so that you can create the life that you want. The new earth that we've been talking about, the new 5D that we've been talking about, all of that is possible. Um, and this is another tool that you can use for yourself. So I know we wanted to take some questions, but before we do that, <clears throat> Lisa, do you want to just talk a little bit about the the special offer, the package that you have for us um, this time. I'm going to see if I can share my screen to share the um, page very quickly. One second, so that you can yeah. discuss it. Okay, can you see that? Yep. Okay, awesome. <clears throat> okay, and <laughs> and um, yes, perfect. So. I am teaching, this is my live online workshop that's coming up um, starting February 8th. And so mm -hmm. I, I love to teach this. I teach it live a couple of times a year. So this is the first time for 2022 to learn to be guided by your own soul's wisdom by learning to access your own Akashic records. And so um, in this, it's a six, session program. It's 12 hours all together. Mm -hmm. And um, we get online two hours twice a week for three weeks to really kind of just jump in, go deep and really learn to open and access your own Akashic records. And we really learn to clear blocks that are holding you back. And we talk about karmic patterns and it's really about gaining clarity with ease so that you can make new decisions as we go forward. I know, um, as a matter of fact, I, I, I saw one of the um, questions in the chat and she was saying, you know, that she's very called to, to healing. And I would say, yes, absolutely. You're a healer. But, but she was saying that she didn't know what to do, which type of thing, modalities to use. Um, and of course, the record keepers always say, ask us, you know, what modalities have we really um, used, embraced, and, you know, what skills have we honed in other lifetimes? And, and those are often what we've, you know, come back to use. So mm -hmm. I always see the Akashic Records as the umbrella of, um, of every other uh, tool that we use, right? So we can read the records and use Reiki healing and use, you know, Theta healing or use all sorts of different things. But the record keepers really direct us how to do that. And that's kind of another really profound thing when you learn to access your records. So um, in this course, of course, um, we've got the five-step wisdom prayer system. We have the um, seven healing prayers. We've got our 12 hours together. We're going to actually do it on Zoom. This is the first time I'm doing it live on Zoom. So I'm kind of excited mm. about that. Mm -hmm. um, lots, you know, you'll have your manual, you can print it out and follow along. I also do slides. So for those of us who are more visual learners, you can read. Um, and, you know, between that and the manual, we do guided visualizations. We, um, do a lot of processes. So you're learning to go deep into the work, different kinds of healing tools that I teach. Um, of course, you'll have the recordings of all the calls. Um, we have 
question time during each session so that you can share what you're getting and ask questions about it. And so, yeah, just lots. You have some email access to me about questions while you're in the workshop. And <laughs> of course, there's the bonuses. Um, one of them is a 25% savings on a private one-on-one -on -one session, Akashic reading and healing session with me. If you're interested in doing that, there are the see, feel, and hear guidance with the Akashic Record Healing that is a 45-minute healing downloadable um, call that you can listen to to start to clear before between now and February, you can start clearing your clairs. Um, and then we do bonus three is our rainbow shield guided meditation. And um, we have a private Facebook group for just students that you can always check in and ask questions and everything. And so it starts Tuesday, February 8th. Mm -hmm. um, I'm doing it here 4.30 um, Pacific time. And um, and right now it's for you, for your lovely community, it's um, 2.54 for the, um, mm. for the program. For the whole awesome. 12 hour program. <laughs> <laughs> and it's live, which is so, which is uh, which is great. So it's not like just recording. It's live. You can ask questions as well. And uh, two two classes per week, right? Tuesdays and right. Thursdays, I think. Yeah, Tuesdays. Yep, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And you know, for me, I know, and our world is so busy. If you can put something on your calendar mm -hmm. like this, where you really have me holding the energy, you have the group energy. It makes it so much easier. Then yeah. when we try and, you know, learn to do something like this on our own or through a book or, you know, even sometimes home study um, is, you know, we may start it, we may do one and then we don't get back to it. You know? yeah. <laughs> For sure. I, yeah, that's why I always like the live. It's like, okay, it's on my calendar. I'm showing up. Awesome. I love it. So that is again available, you know, starting February 8th. So by the end of the month, by the end of February, you will have been finished, right? And you'll be able to access your records and get information, etc. Um yeah, so very powerful tool to start awesome. the year out. Good, awesome. I love it. So uh that is available from Lisa. And it, you know, working with the with the Akashic Records, in the Akashic Records is a very powerful tool and it's, it will help not just for knowing stuff, but for healing, for updating your records, for doing clearing in the records. Just there's so much like you like, like Lisa said, it's a foundational tool to help you um, to get questions answered, even about which modalities should I use, you know, because because some of us have a lot of modalities under our belt. It's like, oh, which one would be the right one now, you know, or what's next or etc. Just all sorts of questions and um and that's what i love about it but like i said it before it's when you're going in the records you have this feeling of peace this feeling of acceptance this feeling of unconditional love that in itself is a healing as well so you're receiving healing as well as you know having that connection with your um with your guys your akashic record uh teachers and masters etc in the records but also it's like you know, having a greater connection with yourself. So it's a, a wonderful, wonderful um, program. 
And at the same time, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful tool for you to really transform your life and make 2022 the best year ever. So I know Lisa, I mean, yeah, Lisa, we wanted to take um, a few quick questions or we'll see what we can get to. Um, Sarah, you have your hand raised. Can you unmute yourself, Sarah? Yes. There's always that lag moment while we find the button. Yeah, um, that's okay. So we're just going to take some few, a few quick questions, okay? I'm so, I'm so happy to be able to ask you this, Lisa. I heard you recently, and I thought, I've got this question. Okay, I'm a walk-in. Oh. When I go back to my, which I've verified with a lot of wonderful top peelers, um, and maybe I've been walk-in twice. So if I go back to my Akashic records, do I find the Akashic records for the soul that was in this body before? Or even though I'm supposedly from Andromeda, do I have, you know, different Akashic records? And um, in planning this lifetime, would it be my plan or would it be the plan of the soul that was in this body before? This has really been <laughs> confusing me and kind of been a burning question. So thank you, Alara, for calling on me so I could wow, ask. Wow, lots of great questions. Yeah, I don't think anybody's ever asked that before, Lisa, in, in, on our show. That it's so funny because somebody asked me something kind of similar. I don't think it was you, Sarah, but kind of a little more abstractly in a, a, another interview a couple of weeks ago. And honestly, what the record keepers say is walk-ins are so unique. There's not a pat answer. But what they did say is that um, the because right because the uniqueness. Um, sometimes the original soul totally leaves, which means they're kind of taking their own records with them. And the new soul has its, that's who the soul is and they have their own records. So they're actually separate in that way. Sometimes the original soul kind of hangs around and then it's more like having two souls in a body. So, you know, if I was doing a reading for you, um, some people change their name. Did you change your name, Sarah? Twice. Actually, I pronounced it Sarah, which was one name change. No, I was born Sue Evelyn. I could not wait to get rid of that name when I was 18. Oh, yeah. Do you remember being Sue Ellen? Is that part of your memory or not? Yeah, so much? I, do. I do, but um, Sue Evelyn, but not before a certain age. So according to uh, what has been felt about me is that I walked in twice once early in my life and then again about 20 years ago yeah um and yeah there have been great big changes but i just kind of wonder and you know so we choose our parents but which one of us chose the parent <laughs> why did that soul have to leave and what um you know life plan did i make before coming in or did i just take over what she was doing um yeah Right. So the way I get it, and and um, and I'm not in your personal records at the moment, so I get a lot more information if I had opened your records, but not really enough time at the moment. But um, so what I'm hearing is that the original pick the parents had an experience, was done with that experience, and um, and left, but was connected enough to other souls that she said, okay, I don't have to die. 
you can have my body because there was a long line of connections that feel like they were waiting to come in, right? There's a lot of souls that would like a body and we haven't, they haven't been able to get in, right? As much as we often will say, I don't want to be here. There's tons of other souls who can't wait to get here, right? So that's what I'm hearing happened the first time. Well, um, and the second time. So, so there's, um, it, it actually feels like a, almost like a soul family connection that all the souls had. So it's almost like, here's a body and we'll pass it along. Okay. Somebody just asked what a walk-in is and um, I, I think Lisa just uh, explained it as well. Yeah. And one last question before I sign off, if I take your course, not a private session, but took the course, um, would that benefit me as a walk-in or would my Akashic records be so confused that it's not useful. Wow. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Let me just kind of. Um, you know, what they're saying is that you would have the information for the soul that's in your body now and what that soul wants to do or wanted to do or why it, you came here. Okay. And so I would think that would be beneficial. I think that's often beneficial for us going yeah. forward, right? What did I come for? What did I want to do? Where am I going? Right. So, um, so well, yeah, that, that I know, but I'd love as a teacher to know more about the Akashic records and I will not take any more time. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and that's the thing. Um, when, when we, I mean, we've been talking about the Akashic records all throughout this call, right? And it is about you, you know, it's going to teach you how to use the Akashic Records for yourself, right? The, the, the first class, first, yeah, first class is going to teach you how to use the Akashic Records for yourself, get information for yourself, and really expand into knowing even that what, what is possible in the Akashic Records, what types of information is possible in the, in the Akashic Records, as well as the healing and, and, and all the different processes. Um, Teresa, would you want to unmute yourself? We just have a few more minutes, but go ahead. Hi. Um, I just talked about before about being a healer. I was a nurse. I'm now retired as a nurse, but I always have had the nurturing, all that. But now I've just awakened within the last two years and I find myself interested in everything. So does the Akashic record... I mean, I kind of drive myself crazy because I'm always, oh, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to do this now. I'm going to do this now. Is there anything um, that you can see that I should focus on or will that come to me? Right. So what the record keepers are saying, and again, I kind of always like to say, going into someone's personal records is not a huge process. And this is what I teach you to do for yourself, but it is a a little process. So, you know, I haven't asked for your permission. I, we don't really have the time for me to open your right. record. But so what they're saying, they're actually talking for you more about the energy and the focus. You have a lot of, um, uh, I get a lot of, um, uh, I keep hearing medicinal, um, uh, medical type of past lives where you were an herbalist or um, kind of the midwife, you have a lot of that where you understood plant medicine and, you know, plants and, and, and healing people naturally. So there's a big piece of that. Um, if that speaks to you, that would be very aligned to your mm -hmm. healing path, right? So it could be studying, you know, herbal okay. and such. Um, but they're really wanting you to just you know, they're saying there's no wrong choice. And, and most of us as healers, you know, 
take at least a half a dozen types of workshops, but pick one and focus so that you're kind of linearly getting good at one thing and then moving forward and, and so that you're really building um, a strong healing um, practice for yourself. Keep exploring. <laughs> All yeah. right. Thank do you. Do one. Do one yeah. and stick with it for a while. Yeah. Love yeah. everything. Pick one. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, you know, like become a master in one a little bit, right? Get some yeah. little bit of expertise. And that was going to actually take you to the next step. Because, you know, like if you're just, you know, dabbling, you're not yeah. really going to get the benefit of right. fully immersing mm -hmm. yourself and really knowing if that's something that you want to do. Does yeah. make sense? Yeah. I mean, good. Awesome. And of course, you know, the Akashic Records, you know, will also help you to get that clarity as well about what is the right healing modality for you you know, at, at this time kind of thing. Um, I was just going to say something. It's like, ah. yeah, if you're, if you're just, you know, like exploring, researching, that's great. But then eventually choose something that lights you up and it feels good and then start with that. And then that's going to inform you in the next, you know, for the next thing. I mean, I have so many healing modalities under my belt. You know, it's like I've done lots, <laughs> lots right? So it's like we, we, we like to do a lot, right? And learn a lot, but you know, also focus on what do you like to do? What what lights you up? What 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 makes your heart sing? What's resonating? What's calling to you? And then choose one, and then go for it. Yeah, yeah. right. Just go for it. Um, <laughs> all right, Lisa. Anything else you want to say before we have to go? <laughs> Any uh, last words of wisdom from the Akashic well, Record masters? Yeah, yeah the record yourself. The record keepers really just want to say that we are at such a, a beautiful pivotal pivotal time in history. And so they want us to enjoy it. They yeah. want us to um, stretch, to do things that maybe we aren't sure we can do. And, you know, of course, they're always excited to talk to you. So they love, you know, to have people show up in class and learn to access their records because it's such a phenomenal empowerment tool. But they really Absolutely. want us, whatever we choose, you know, to make some new kind of higher vibrational, higher energetic choices for ourselves and, and just start to walk that beautiful, high frequency kind of light path so that it's easy to create the earth that the heaven on earth or create the new earth that we've come to create. Yeah. So just and, and we are creating it right as we are on these calls, as we're, you know, working on ourselves, working with the inner child, healing work, working in the Akashic Records, we are creating the new earth. So don't, don't forget that we, it is in process, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So yes, awesome. Lisa was asking, is there, um, she would love to get Lisa's package, wondering if a two payment plan is available. I don't know, check on, click on the button. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not there, but um, I will ask my assistant, I will try and put one in place for you <laughs> today. So check over the weekend, you know, with that link. Do they have the link? Yeah. yeah so um, I'll have him like add a two payment plan. And then um, so hopefully yeah. tomorrow when you click on the link, you'll see a two payment plan. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Thank you for asking, Tina. <laughs> otherwise, you know, like, yeah. So thank you for asking. Good job. All right. Um, so. Oh, you're so welcome, Teresa. Thank you. So please be gentle with yourself because, you know, we, we did do some healing work in the Akashic Records. So drink water, 
nurture yourself, allow yourself to release what no longer serves you. And at the same time, allow yourself to receive, uh, continue to receive those healing gifts or the gifts, whatever gifts they were, you know, to, to come through. So the next couple of days, I think Lisa, you said the next four or five days, just be gently aware of what's what thoughts are coming to you, what feelings, what just what insights are coming to you, right? About the gifts. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So the more conscious we can be when something new shows up, it's like, oh, that must be part of my new gift, right? As we acknowledge things, of course, they expand. And so yeah, um, yeah perfect. Yeah. Well, so acknowledge. Pleasure to be here with everyone. Thank you. So uh, thank much. you so much, Lisa. And thank you everyone for your questions as well. So um, until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Thank you so much, Lisa, like always. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye for now. Have a great weekend. <laughs>